Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all yes, the time. Sir. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. We happy to have you this morning. Pastor Haynes. Thank you, Ricky Smiley. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, Ricky, you playing my favorite song today, Optimistic by the Sounds of Blackness. One of the reasons I love this song is because there is a powerful line in the song where they basically say, defining optimism, you can't see up when looking down. Listen, if you're not careful, life will get you down and people will let you down. And before you know it, you will feel down. And when you feel down, you'll spend so much time looking down. It's almost as if that is a metaphor for being discouraged, for being despondent. You are looking down because life has got you down. People have let you down. And as a consequence, down has become your disposition. But here's what the sounds of blackness say. They say to be optimistic is to make sure you're looking up because if you're looking up, God God will give you the strength to get back up. I think that's why one poet put it like this. Two men peered out from prison bars. One saw mud, the other saw stars. Both of them were in jail, but one looked down and saw nothing but muck and mire. The other one looked up and beheld the constellation of the stars that bedecked the heavens as bling bling of eternity. I want to know, are you going to be a mud watcher? Are you going to look up because when you look up that's when you have the strength to get up when you look up watch this it redirects your energy so that watch this everything you were doing now flows in the direction that you are looking and so whatever else you do please keep in mind the sounds of blackness is on to something when they say you can't see up when looking down so make sure that you look up and God will give you the strength to get up, look up, and before you know it, everything you're doing will move in the direction that you are looking, but then finally make sure that you look up, because when you look up, the Bible says you look to the hills from whence cometh your help, knowing your help comes from God, your help comes from the one you look up to, and when you look up to God, God will reach down to you and give you what you need to keep on keeping on. God will give you what you need to remain optimistic in a world that is pessimistic. So whatever else you do, keep looking up when life tries to get you down. I don't know about y'all, 
I'm optimistic. I know that's right. Let's get into this music, Pastor Hayne. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Thank you, Ricky Smiley. Follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at FH Unscripted. My YouTube channel is Frederick Hayne. There it is. All right. Love you, Pastor Hayne. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one, brother. You too. Here we go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning. It is front page time. Maria, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Hamas released two elderly hostages on Monday, bringing the total to four. The Palestinian, uh, Palestinian militant organization announced the release of uh, the to the International Committee of the Red Cross also confirmed the news. Now, one of the two Israeli hostages released described being kidnapped and taken to a tunnel in Gaza, saying, I went through hell. Meanwhile, the humanitarian crisis is de- uh, deepening for the 2.2 million people People trapped inside Gaza with a doctor at the largest hospital warning it will become a mass grave if fuel runs out. In other news, your favorite guilty pleasure snack may be just as addictive as cigarettes or heroin, according to a new study. An analyst of 281 studies in 36 countries published in the British Medical Journal this month found that your inability to put down the ice cream, chips, and candy may have less to do with your self-control and more to do with the addictive quality of ultra-processed foods, also known as UPFs. Lastly, y'all, does mother really know best? A new Tinder feature allows parents to view and suggest potential matches uh, to 15 friends or relatives. Now, those relatives have 24 hours to swipe right or left on a user's potential match. Once the 24 hours are up, users can see who mom seal of a, who got mom seal of approval and who got the boot. Very interesting there. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of this morning's headlines. For more news, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Yeah, starts the third and drives one the other way down the line if it's fair he's got another he does Adolis Garcia owning October yeah man that's the sounds of right fielder of the Texas Rangers Adolis Garcia hitting another home run he wins the MVP and helps the Texas Rangers advance to the World Series for the first time since 2011 they uh, demolished the Houston Astros and dethroned uh, as the American League champions right there. Milwaukee Bucks superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo signs a new contract extension. Three years, $186 million. Now check this out. It's the same length contract as his new teammate Damian Lillard. So we at least get to see them play together for three years. So that's going to be dope for Milwaukee right there. Last but not least, man, Monday Night Football was also going down last night. The Minnesota Vikings. Sneak up and beat the San Francisco 49ers 22-17. to That's the second loss for the 49ers right there. It's quick sports support. What up there, Gary? All right, y'all. Lauren Hill, she's back. Baby Miss Lauren Hill says she's, honey, looking out for her health right now, so she canceled her Sunday show in um, Philadelphia, honey, due to, you know, she said the daughter told her, honey, to rest her voice, and that's what she said she was going to do, baby. She's resting her vocal cords because she want to add no more damage to them. She said, on the advice of my physician, I have no choice but to postpone the show, honey. Now, everybody's saying, okay, girl, you need to rest your voice again to prevent any serious strain, but Miss Hill, honey, this girl been showing up late all the time, so, honey, she had to rest her voice when she was late. You would 
think, honey, so by the time she got there, she'll be ready to perform. But anyway, we're going to pray for Lauren Hill, honey, and hopefully her voice gets better. And she said she looks forward to giving you the show that you deserve with a fully recovered and healthy voice, honey. So there you go, Miss Lauren Hill. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is cinnamon cider. On the high end, you say cinnamon cider, and on the low end, you say beautiful peach. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Jay-Z reveals if you should take the $500,000 or lunch with him. Up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Shut your bar, Barker sound. It is time for the hot spot. What up, Brad? What up, Ricky? What did you talking about? Who sound like Bob Barker? Special K. Uh-uh, you stupid. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Jay-Z has finally weighed in on one of the Internet's most favorite debates. When asked by Gail King of CBS News if it was smarter to take $500,000 in cash or have lunch with Jay-Z, he quickly replied, you got to take the money. Even after King explained the other side of the argument that the insight you get from the uh, meal could be worth more than $500,000, the hip-hop mogul insisted that any wisdom he might have to offer is already contained in his music. He said, you've got all the music for $10.99. Like, take the $500,000 dollars and go buy some albums and listen to the albums it's all there if you piece it together you really listen to the music for the words for what it is it's all there the bag of cash or dinner with jay-z uh that question has been circulating on social media since 2017 yeah uh, check this out uh it was sparking endless conversation check this out y'all yeah. Gotta take the money. What, you know, what I'm gonna say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything now I'm gonna say. No, no, only because people say you take lunch with Jay Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would be so uh, beneficial to you. You but, would take the money? Yeah, because you, you got the, you got all that in the music for, for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand, go buy some albums and listen to the albums. <laughs> it's all there. If you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words, there's the blueprint. The blueprint, literally, to me and my life and my journey is is there already. Yeah, but I feel like somebody wouldn't want to have to piece something together. They would probably just prefer to sit down and have a conversation with him and collect some gems if they didn't want the $500,000. What would y'all do? That's what I said yesterday. Remember, I said I would um, take the dinner. Yeah. yeah. You know, see, take just yesterday. A yeah, lot of his so. gems are also on YouTube. Like, he does, he's, he's had done a lot of interviews, and he shares a lot of his story and what he does. So I'm like, man, I'm out with him. So what's the other option? Uh, option again? Uh, take the dinner or what? Take five hundred thousand dollars in cash, or sit down and have lunch with him, and you know, soak up some gems and get some good conversation, and may learn something. That, Give me five hundred thousand dollars, because for twenty thousand, I can buy some gems. Uh, <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you so- <laughs> you almost cussed. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Last but not least, y'all, Rihanna is planning a world tour for 2024-25 after signing a deal with Live Nation and intends to release her first album or possibly albums since 2016 as well. Her creative team is quietly at work in Los Angeles, putting it all together as she raises her family, a source told The Mirror. Uh, she'll press play on the live show once she's ready to go back to work and has two albums worth of material to release once she's back. Rihanna last performed at the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show 
and had a song on the Black Panther soundtrack, Wakanda Forever. Uh, but otherwise, she's been concentrating on her billion-dollar Fenty empire. Let me say that again. Her billion-dollar Fenty empire and having two babies with ASAP Rocky. So congratulations to her, and we would love to see her on tour. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, why don't y'all hit us up with them wake-up calls at 866-9-RICKY. That's 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Okay, check this out, man. It's your boy, Rock T. I got a special message for students or parents who have students looking to attend an HBCU. Now, just imagine $1 million in scholarships with 107 HBCUs to choose from for 66 truly deserving HBCU students. But there's only one way to get your hands on it. McDonald's has partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund to award a million dollars in scholarships to brilliant HBCU students. This year, you could be next, but time is running out. Oh, did I mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Ricky, oh. so check it out. Nobody wants to be on vacation, right? To get And then get a call from their neighbor saying, hey, did you hire somebody to tear your house down? <laughs> a woman in Georgia named Susan, Susan Hodgson says that while she was away on vacation, a company called You Call It, We Haul It demolished a house that she owned. <laughs> and she only heard about it when her neighbor called her. So the neighbor confronted the workers and they supposedly got nasty with her. So Susan went on and sent the family member over to check the permit. And that's when they that's when the company realized they was at the wrong address y'all Ooh! then they just drove off and they left the house in total rubble now no one was living in the house when it was destroyed susan said it was property that had been in her family for a long time but it's been boarded up for the past 15 years but the family keeps the grounds maintained and the taxes are paid so it was not abandoned uh, and they definitely didn't want it torn down so the company told the local news that they're investigating how this happened and are working to resolve the mishap but the family says they haven't heard anything from them, so it's unclear how they plan to make it right. At the very least, y'all, the workers uh, from you call it, we haul it, could at least take the mess away. Haul it, you know, haul the rubbish away, the, what what they messed up. What y'all I think? Get the damn wrong edge. Oh, my God. Somebody if you took my property, yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem. Absolutely. Investigating. That's crazy. And it's more than just a physical property. It's a sentimental value because the house has been in the family for a long time. So yes. I would sue beyond the value of a- the house. Absolutely. For mental anguish yep. and all kinds all of, of that. stuff. All, all of that. that. If they Dang. keep the grounds maintained and the taxes are paid. And it's, it, but it's been boarded up for 15 years, so okay, I can kind of see how they exactly. look in the neighborhood and say, oh, this must be the house. But they should have checked the address. Yeah, well, I mean, if the house was boarded up, that's a, a nuisance to the neighborhood. Yeah, well, but it's, it's the va- <laughs> 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 Technically, but the value of the property is worth more with a building on it. Even if it is raggedy, it still brings a little bit more value. So. If the tax is paid and the grounds is maintained, whether it's boarded up or not, it ain't nobody's property to just tear down. It ain't the... You haul it, whoever they are. They can't just tear somebody's <laughs> demolish somebody's property. Well, could y'all understand this, though? Think about it. You go into a neighborhood, honey, to tear down the house, and there's a house right there that's boarded up. You're going to assume that that's the house that needs to be torn down. But you need to do your job and not assume. Yeah, well, that girl got torn down, honey. So. <laughs> a lot of house got to be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a house assistant. <laughs> <laughs> 
hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary, what up? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, and here's beautiful. what's happening. Yes, in celebrity news, y'all, honey. Now, LL Cool J wrote the song, I'm going back to Cali. Cali, well, baby, Chris Brown is saying, I'm leaving Cali. And that is it. They're saying that Chris Brown is packing up his stuff and moving out of Los Angeles. They say his home, he was there for more than a decade. Y'all. Now, they say Chris announced that he's leaving the City of Angels yesterday on his Instagram page, honey. And they're wondering why. Now, he wrote, L.A. has been fun, and in Cali will always be my second home. But, honey, I think it's time for me to try something different. Now, I it's agree. been reported, y'all, that Chris um, has been having a lot of issues, y'all, with gang members from Los Angeles. Now, they're saying that the celebrity explained that Chris, you know, he's been taking care of a bunch of gang members financially. But now, Ricky, they're saying he wants to cut them off, allegedly. Now, they're saying, Cali, honey, you can't just leave the gang like that, so he's leaving town completely, y'all. Isn't that sad? Mm. Le- he's leaving Beverly Hills. And all yeah, that it, just, it just makes sense because you got to pay the game members. People keep breaking in his house, and yeah. LA, it, LA ain't ain't like it was uh, back back in the day when it was like you become a celebrity and it was grand and you was you felt safe, yeah, uh, protected. He go somewhere, he ain't got to worry about the media following him around and all that kind of stuff. You know, you uh, uh, come to Texas, ain't nobody gonna bother. He'll be safe in Texas, that's for sure. Oh no. yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go to um Atlanta, I think they say Atlanta. Be oh no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. But anyway, honey, wherever he goes, I'm sure he's going to be happy and safe. Yeah, be in Atlanta. No, no. Yeah, but he could join the rest of the celebrities in Atlanta. He could go to um, Bankhead and live a wonderful life and do well and get him a good big mansion. Getting robbed in California, getting robbed in Atlanta. No. Well, wherever Chris goes. like Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. If I was him, I'd move to Port Arthur, Texas, baby. That's the oh, best yeah, place to be. Oh, yeah, that's the safest place. It is. So, honey, do what you got to do, Chris. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Now, Ricky, this is something for you people that's kind of well-to-do, honey, and have children. Now, Michael Irvin, y'all, is speaking out, and it really saddens my heart. But he's calling out his son, y'all. Now, they're saying his son, he uh, has a, a song of thug life. He's talking about his son decided he wanted to be a rapper and stuff. And he said, you know, his, you know, people talk about Tom Hanks' son, you know, Chad, and, you know, and you got T.I.'s son, I'm King. And all these rich people, kids, wants to be thugs and whatever and rap about thug life, and they never lived that life. So Michael Irvin is calling out his son, and a lot of people are sad about it. Here's what Michael had to say. I do. I do. My son, my son raps. His name is Tut Tarantino. Wait, what? My son, right? He, he, uh, What's his name? He he raps under Tut Tarantino. His real name is Elijah Irvin. Okay. But listen, <laughs> get this out, get this out. I swear, if you go on the iTunes and listen to him, he raps about some of the hardest stuff. <laughs> In the world, and I say to him, "So you grew up in a twenty thousand square foot gated community home. Where does this stuff come from? You know what I mean? Your son is using your childhood to oh rap about. Oh my God! Right? I worked hard to get you out of this, and you rapping right back to it. What's going on? It blows my mind, man. Called him out. I love it. Sad, I love it. No, I ain't sad. It's right. How that's right? You, he calling out his son. I mean, his son. If his son going around want to be a rapper and a thug, and now he didn't publicly humiliated this child. <laughs> no, you know that's not a good look. He ain't got no street cred after that. I know. It's over. Oh, that is man. sad. Though. I mean, I feel so bad for um his son, but you know. Michael's telling it out. You know, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of kids, celebrity kids, too, you know, they grew up 
filthy rich, honey, then they want to be, honey, you know, like their um, friends that's not, less fortunate, what have you. And that's what I guess his that's son like is That's like that basketball through. player that was waving the gun on Instagram. What was his name again, Rock T? The, uh, right. the guy Morant. that was... Oh, yeah, John Morant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Mm-hmm. So why? I mean, why would you do something like that? I, mean, I guess why? I guess because everybody want to be hard these days. So, honey, I mean, Everybody want that street cred, Gary. You know, for whatever it's worth, they want that street cred. You need yeah. to chase that peace cred. How about that? Yeah. Message. Yeah, <laughs> give me some of that money your family got. But anyway, congratulations to um Tut Tarantino, honey. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is cinnamon cider. On the high end, you say cinnamon cider, and on the low end, you say beautiful peach. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all give it up for Gary with a G. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Okay, check this out, man. It's your boy Rock T. I got a special message for students or parents who have students looking to attend an HBCU. Now, just imagine $1 million in scholarships with 107 HBCUs to choose from for 66 truly deserving HBCU students. But there's only one way to get your hands on it. McDonald's has partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund to award a million dollars in scholarships to brilliant HBCU students. This year, you could be next. But time is running out. Oh, did I mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at TMCF.org. Time for the wake up call. 8669 Ricky. Wake up. Davis from Palm Bay, Florida, calling to wake up Trinity, wake up Promise, wake up Christian, wake up Tanisha, wake up Denasia, wake up Amanda, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, good morning. I want to wake up my best friend, Crystal Sab and Mo Sab, and I want to tell them thank you and I love them. Good morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, y'all, this is Vicki from Cleveland, Ohio. I want to wake up my daughter, Pretty, my nieces, Moray, Dreamer, Anna, Mayana, and everybody in the Cleveland Metropolitan School District. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Again, what's yours? Because we going to let them know. Let them know. We in Portland. Wake up. It's Charlie. Wake up. In Raleigh. Wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Come on, Baltimore. Wake up. Old heads out here. If you want to get caught up on technology, man, we got Turkey Tuesday, the one and only Beyonce Aloysius. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Okay, so, you know, the holidays, can you believe it's already time? Like, it's already, literally, it's October. Before you know it, it's going to be Black Friday. Well, the new thing now is. I think you I can't... said black. See, I racist that word black. Yeah, You found that special case. That racist is black. I'm just joking. Like that. <laughs> really? That's, that's what we're doing today? I know she's been invited to the cookout for, what, two, yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, now. Yeah, she good. She good. <laughs> she even got a colored TV. <laughs> Hell, she helped do the cooking. Listen, anyway, don't I, I'm not even getting this with you, with you guys today. But so before Black Friday, 
<laughs> now I'm gonna think about. It. I'm gonna think about it every time I say. It. I'm gonna say African American Friday. <laughs> I don't even want to do this no more. Before the holiday season, um, you can't even wait until those special sale days because um, people are selling out so fast. And one of the things, Rock T, you know, for the NBA, they bought these uh, the Aura Rings. Now, what the Aura Ring is, is for those people who don't want to wear like the Apple Watches and everything else, this is a ring. So you don't even look like you're wearing like a, a wearable technology. Um, it's a ring that monitors your blood oxygen, your heart rate, your temperature. It's comfy. It's cute. Um, um, it's around, I'm not going to say the price. Everything's under 300 But uh, the only thing about it is you have to keep it clean and make sure it's on properly. So if you want to try one of these, Gary, this was actually be really good for you because they even have a Gucci version. Oh. So that's cool. Um, but again, wearable technology. It's different than your average watch. And it's called the Aura Ring. The NBA bought 2,000 of them for their athletes just to help with their like sleep tracking, to take their temperature, to make sure that they're healthy. So very cool. Uh, something else you might want to check out if you're an athlete or somebody who works out often it's called the venom pro maria you might know about this um it's portable heat so it's like a you know how you have to wear like the hot patches and things like that but the great thing about it is it has like three levels of massage so you wear it it massages you and it works on those muscles that you know might be a little sore and everything like that uh definitely cool now ricky would like that oh you know what yeah especially you know the way he needs his back issues and whatnot um now if you have a student or a college student high school student this might be a great gift for you it's called the moleskin smart set uh notebook now what it is it's actual paper and you write on it and it takes your notes and it digitally transfers it so that you can use it on your actual laptop and whatnot so if you're in class you're writing notes and everything because some people don't like to type they actually like to write things out it will transfer your notes for you. So also a great, great uh, gift for somebody. Now, if you're looking for somebody older or somebody who's really into nature, it's called the Bird Buddy Smart Feeder. I thought this was different because I'm trying to find different gifts, not like your average thing that you would get somebody. You know, things like uh, for my grandmother, I think this is really cool. It's a bird feeder. It has a camera. So when the bird comes up, it actually takes a picture and monitors the birds for them. <laughs> so something different. Now, for kids, I've always talked about coding and stuff like this and why it's important to get our kids active in coding because, you know, now with technology, this is the route that everyone goes to. Uh, one of my favorite coding smart kits is called the Osmo. Why is the Osmo cool? It has so many great games. It teaches them about coding and how to implement it with them actually not feeling like they're learning. Uh, so Osmo has great games. It's from age 5 to 10, so definitely something for the kids. And it's really, really affordable. I mean, they range from anywhere from $40 all the way to 100 so if you have kids, they're interested in technology. I love the Osmo. And uh, if you have a cooker, you know, someone like Ricky who likes to grill, well, there's the Meter Plus. It's Meter Plus. And what it is, it's a smart thermostat that you can uh, put in your meat. It tells you all about it. If you're not cooking at the right temperature, if you need to increase it. And I, this is why I put this. this is Just I, keep going, Beyonce. I, listen. I already knew Rock and Ricky. <laughs> You know what? You can follow me at Beyonce ATL. I'm a post. Put that thing. I'm a Put it in your meat, huh? Follow me, Beyonce ATL. I'm not. I'm not condoning any of their foolery. Um, premium wireless smart meat thermometer. You can make sure that you're cooking your meat correctly. 
You want that meat to be at the right temperature. You don't want that. It's for people like me because I'm always scared. I don't want to poison anybody or I want to always make sure my meat is cooked thoroughly. So You want your meat to be right, right? I can't do it. Because you, you want to enjoy your meat, right? Follow me, Beyonce ATL. <laughs> she had a couple of good things that I liked earlier. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh man, I can't do this with Marty Y'all. <laughs> Oh my God! Right. That was good stuff, Beyonce. Thank you so much. Twenty eight. Beyonce ATO. Oh man, we ain't like mature enough for no com- them conversations. That's why I had to wait till the end. I knew yeah. you wouldn't be able to get. Oh, that. where can they follow you again? Beyonce ATO. <laughs> Beyonce ATO. Come on in, guys. Get, your- get that meat right. Black Tony, what up? Yo, what's up, bud? Hey, hey, Shadow, what's up? I'm sorry I couldn't be over with y'all today, but I'm out here get I'm out here getting ready for the big classic, but you know, you already know, but Black Tony, but I'm in the building, but I'm in Wait the building, Shadow. You're not uh-huh. coming to work. Hell, no, I ain't coming to work. I'm trying to get ready for the classic, but I'm I'm down here. The band back there, the band back there, cranking up and everything, Shadow. They back there cranking up right now. We at Legion, uh, Legionary Field, Shadow. Legion Field. Yeah, we over here now. We so over here practicing with the band, Shawty. What? The, uh, I'm, I'm confused. What, what you what, what you doing? Uh, uh, Shawty, uh, you know it's Shady, Tuesday, huh? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm, I'm, I'm getting shot up. I'm getting shot up because I'm finna have me. I'm finna be setting stuff out here. I got. So I got cute. I got cute out T-shirt. I got cute out jacket. Oh, you, got a, you got you set up a vendor booth. Yeah, I got uh uh all 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 the paternity all the paternity uh all the paternity folk. I got all that stuff set up. All the paternity, all the uh salaries, salaries. I got all of them set up. Yeah, so what you got? Delta Sigma Theta, uh, AKA Delta. Uh, yeah, yeah, AKA uh the, Sigma the, Gamma uh, Road. I, well, I got all of them. I got all. I got all of that T-shirt. I got hats, I got jackets, I got everything. So we better have it out here. And we got sausage sandwiches, and we're going to sell an egg sandwiches. But I'm talking about the band over here cranking up. They told me they're going to let me be a, ma- uh, uh, a majorette. No, 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 you don't want to do that. No, I'm talking about the dudes who come out before the band who be kicking their feet so the, the majorette. Yo, drum majorette. Major. Drum major. Yeah, dog. Get it right. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how to play no drum, but I'm finna be a majorette, though. Look. <laughs> they don't play the drum. Yeah. Y'all need to get out here, shout it. And I got ticket for the game. I got VIP ticket for the game. If you want to come to the game or to the classic game, I got VIP ticket for uh, $30. You can $30? Yo, I got I don't, know, I don't know if you say $30, Black Tony, a lot of people going to get mad. So Yo, it's something about got... $30. That's a soft spot in Birmingham. <laughs> well, that was, well, that was my ticket is. You want, you, want to sit, you want to sit down there with the band? You want to sit down there with the cheerleader and all that? But look, come out, make sure you holler at me. If you're not in a, in a fraternity, you could, you could buy the T-shirt and fake like it. Because I got real... I no, got real you, can't, you can't do that, man. The bros on... real paternity gifts, Saudi. I got no, on my paternity gear. I got on my gold boots, my purple pants. And do you have license for all that? Do you have license? Uh-huh. You got license Hell to sell no that stuff? Hell no, I got no license, bro. Hell no, I got no license. What time y'all gonna give? Because the gang gonna be cranking up. They getting excited, but the gang gonna be cranking up in a few times. It's Saturday. I know Alabama State band ain't already out there. Uh-huh. And it, what bands are already there? I had to stub away, huh? Yeah, what bands are already out there? State and A&M bands, it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah uh, the uh, game ended to Saturday. 
Yo, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Colorado, DR Sonic gonna be here. Everybody gonna be here, boy. Gonna... Man, you lying. Yo, you know, DR Sonic, you know, he, you know, Colorado, they playing in a game on Saturday. No, man, that's Alabama AM and Alabama State. Colorado ain't gonna be there. Oh, damn. Well, all right, well, let me take that name out the t shirt then. Damn, I, I'll let y'all. What kind of t shirt? <laughs> Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Okay, check this out, man. It's your boy Rock T. I got a special message for students or parents who have students looking to attend an HBCU. Now, just imagine $1 million in scholarships with 107 HBCUs to choose from for 66 truly deserving HBCU students. But there's only one way to get your hands on it. McDonald's has partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund to award a million dollars in scholarships to brilliant HBCU students. This year, you could be next. But time is running out. Oh, did I mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News. Y'all, baby Paris Hilton is speaking out, honey. She is shutting down all the creators, honey, about somebody having to say something negative about her beautiful son, Mr. Phoenix, y'all. Now, she says she's not subscribing to the negativity about her son, the socialite and original it girl, honey. She said that, honey, first of all, honey, people um, were, you know, naysayers about unfavorably um, opinions about her son Phoenix's physical appearance because, you know, the size of his head. She said, first of all, my son's head is not big. He has a big brain, honey. So she shut that down, honey, because y'all do recall, honey, Paris Hilton, honey, is the daughter, honey, of multi-millionaires, honey, and the granddaughter of, honey, Baron Hilton, who owns all the Hilton hotels all around the world. She said, my precious angel, baby Phoenix, honey, is a beautiful, gorgeous son, and, you know, he really is and stuff though so she shut the rumors down she said people need to stop being so negative and talking about her son honey because phoenix definitely yeah, is I a mean, brilliant child it took a lot of us a long time to grow into our heads i mean yes. i was one of those babies that had a real big ass head and i got the pictures to prove it but you know i used to get teased all the time you know yeah so, uh, my cousin alvin used to call me mr magoo yeah if y'all remember <laughs> oh, that cartoon. Yeah, oh yeah remember <laughs> Mr. Magoo, honey. Yeah. yeah i had son. a big head too Gary. so yeah well that's good but yeah, moving on, a, uh, Gary, you still got a big head. Yeah, but that's all right though. But my, that's why I let my hair grow because it covers, you know, the they shape. They ran of you my up out of Mason's trying on them turtlenecks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that you not be you saying that, Joe? But that's why I just bought something else. I just don't even try those girls on, honey. I just buy them, honey. And just, you know, if that's a large. It's gonna be the so. one that zip up in the back. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to other celebrity news, y'all. Tyrese, y'all, he responded, y'all, to his ex-wife's confession, honey, that she would consider reconciliation, saying, honey, he said that she is cloud chasing and trying to build her YouTube channel. Now, Tyrese has always been very open and vocal about his feelings, y'all, and they say when it comes to the singer's ex-wife, Miss Samantha Gibson, who's um, also the mother of one of his children, mom has never been the word. They say, now, Miss Amanda um, confessed, y'all, in an interview that she considered y'all rekindling her relationship with the Fast and Furious actor if they were willing to fight y'all for equality, honey. That's what this girl said, honey. Well, now, honey, Tyrese, you know, is speaking out. So he said she also stated that she would have never divorced her husband, y'all, if it weren't for people in her ear. Now, that's what people are really talking about. And, you know, Rick, that's how a lot of people divorce and marriages and relationships end. 
in because people, one person let another person get in their ear and just say bad things about that person and they wind up listening that's to why. the person you listen to don't have a man. That's why yep. anybody I date, I do not want to meet your girlfriend ever. I don't care how nice she is, how long y'all been friends. Y'all can be friends. I don't want to meet her. And I don't want you to tell her that we together un until we are uh, to the roots get sunk deep in the earth that can't nobody pull the tree up out the ground. You feel me? Yeah. Do that yep. do that make any kind of sense? Like like because you know when them girls sometimes man and I have seen and I'm talking from personal experience, uh it it they can start just a negative energy. Not yep. ruin a relationship, but just a negative energy. And then all of a sudden, uh you know, you heard something, you asking strange questions that you used didn't used to ask, and and all this kind of stuff. Don't bring them over my house. Don't come a, around me. Nothing. I don't want to ever meet them until we we get married or something. I just I just don't care for them. Yeah. You also I, have I, to be I, careful I, who you tell your business to because right. if you dog your man out, your homegirl is gonna look at him a certain way, and then when you make up, she's still gonna look at him the same way she did right. when you dogged them out so and, and then and then most of the time they're not happy for, yeah. for the girl that she found somebody because that's a threat to their time together and, and yeah. stuff so i'm like don't 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 tell your girlfriend nothing i'll bring her over here she can't come over here and come over my house i'm sorry okay <laughs> and then my final her. story y'all the mother of tristan thompson's y'all oldest son has asked the court y'all to garnish his nba paychecks to um, catch up you know he's missing on child support now miss jordan craig she's the mother of tristan's son friend now she is accustomed y'all to a luxurious lifestyle that requires consistent cash flow you know to maintain her lifestyle but in court documents obtained by daily mail they said jordan claimed that tristan y'all has missed or made partial payments since 19 i mean since 2022 and that child needs his money and she needs her money now they said from february to july tristan made Six measly payments, y'all, of $14,500 with his largest payment being only $29,000 back in August. Now, he only sent half of what he owed in November, paid in full the following month, and nothing, y'all, porting nothing in January. Now, Jordan was forced, y'all, to cut back on her lavish shopping sprees and her Caribbean vacations, honey, with the kids. Now, they're saying that, you know, in September, Tristan re-signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers for a one-year contract worth to reportedly $3.2 million, far less than that $17 that he previously earned. Now, Tristan reportedly cheated on Jordan, y'all, with Khloe Kardashian when Jordan, y'all, was um, pregnant with poor baby little prince, honey, and stuff. And, you know, Khloe recently allowed Tristan, y'all, to move into her Calabasas mansion with his special needs brother, Amari, after their mama died of a heart attack in Toronto um, County in January. Now, Amari, y'all, has neurological disorder and suffers from epileptic seizures. Now, Tristan is also the father to Khloe's daughter, True, which is five years old, and son Tatum, y'all, who was born on July 28th. Now, he acknowledged y'all father in the sun with a California woman back in 2021, but uh, Jordan needs her money. And he needs to pay her because she has to raise her son. And like I said, and like the story said, that woman is used to a luxurious lifestyle. She's used to having the finer things out of life. And I think Tristan should go ahead and pay her and not listen to what Chloe is saying to him. She, in his ear, was stopping him from paying his doggone child support to his um, first child's mother. And that's and that's a sad look, y'all. That's, that's a lot of mess. That's ain't it a lot. That's a whole lot of mess. I can't stand stuff like that. Stuff like that ear. Just all them details and this and the brother got in the the sick and, mm -hmm. and baby mama ain't like that's that's too much. Yeah, I'm so but, glad I'm past all of that stuff. That made my right nerves, but that made me feel terrible just now. Damn. Really well. We just need to pray. Brent, for, did um, that get on your nerves? Yes, it did. It's just too much. It's too many yeah. and too many much money and too 
he did this and she did that and he wanted yeah. it and he got the money and she need this much and this ta- ain't taking care of her it's just taking care of the kid and oh my god it's too much yeah That's and with lot. that being said the color today is cinnamon cider <laughs> on the high end you say cinnamon cider and on the low end you say beautiful peach so, I feel sorry sound like so a rap verse okay. cinnamon cider Bar. and peach yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Delicious, beautiful color. <laughs> it's a beautiful color. Just picture it: cinnamon oh. cider, beautiful peach. I'm gonna wear that color tomorrow. <laughs> we, no one cares. Y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. <laughs> the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. Listen, although COVID-19 pandemic was a few years ago, the effects on the education system is still lingering. Now, videos are circulating uh, throughout social media of teachers coming clean about their students' education level and lack thereof. Now, according to teachers, the reality is the students have fallen a full three grade levels behind. Not only are they not performing at their correct grade level, but their behaviors have also been on the decline. Teachers are frustrated and blame the school system for continuing to pass the students while not doing anything to get them back on track. Here's what they had to say. But I don't understand why they're not stressing to y'all how bad it is. I'm going to just say this. I teach seventh grade. They are still performing on the fourth grade level. Ain't nobody talking about how they just keep moving, passing them on. They just keep passing them on, passing them on, passing them on. I can put as many zeros in this grade book as I want to. They're going to move that child to the eighth grade next year. Because I also teach seventh grade and we have kids that have math grade level equivalents of first and second grade, third grade, many at fourth grade, very few at grade level. If any, these kids can't read. They can't decode. They have no vocabulary, no background knowledge. I've never seen anything like it. And they just keep passing the kids grade to grade to grade, hoping that it's just going to magically resolve. And my question is, parents, where are you? Mm. Wow. 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 Uh, Some kids, uh, I know some kids in Birmingham uh, walked out of the schools uh, and they suspended the kids for walking out because of... Uh, the same stuff and bullying and fighting and stabbing at uh, Jones Valley Middle School. Uh, just so much stuff going on. I don't see how in the hell, and I was an education major, I, I don't. I, my hat goes out to the teachers, all the ones that decided to stay. So we want to know who's to blame. Should the teachers be responsible for their students falling behind? Uh, should, or should the parents be doing more work at home? Or should the school system be held responsible for passing students when they aren't when they aren't ready? Give us a call at 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, what, what, what are y'all's thoughts? Y'all's thoughts? I think it's a combination of, uh, of parenting. I think there's way too many distractions for kids these days to, you know, to keep them from studying. But parents got to be involved. You know, parents got to be involved and work with these teachers. It ain't all on the teachers. Do, yeah. do y'all think it's an entitled entitled generation? Uh, because, man, the way the way these kids act is unbelievable. I never seen, and I'm looking at the kids like, I never would have been able to get away with with any of the stuff that these kids get, get to do. Well, school systems also are a little bit of the blame because they there's like accolades that they receive. They get certain amount of funding depending on how well yep. their students uh, achieve. And so the more that they pass, the more that move on, the more that graduate, that means, okay, this school system must be doing some pretty that's good things so with our sad. kids. Yeah, Absolutely. it's sad, but that's what happened. Remember, it, was, it wasn't a big scandal here where the, 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 the 
people, the um, superintendent in the school district was um, cheating grades. Uh, um, yeah, that county. was a big scandal. Yeah, they, in so the that was a big thing. So, yeah. so if the school, good. if the schools don't pass them, honey, they don't. You know, they get a bad grade and they can't get no funding or whatever. But I think it should start at home too. Though the parents, should, at least in this day and time, when I was growing up, my parents didn't have that much of an education to really just help us as much. But they did the best they could. Now the parents, the kids, the day parents know much more now than our parents did. Should I say than my parents did? So they should help these kids, honey, do the homework. What the damn problem is, the damn problem is you can't correct. You mm-hmm. can't say no. In some school systems, you're not even allowed to tell a child no. Yep. You, you, you know, that's 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 crazy. Let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICKY. Good morning. Hi, I'm calling from Indianapolis. I'm Indiana. And my answer is that everyone in the administration should absolutely be fired. Unacceptable for all those students to be falling behind like that. Um, parents do play a role as well. But that administration, that's what they get paid for. That school system, that's what they get paid for to ensure that those students are getting the very best education. So there's, there's a disconnect somewhere. And I do believe parents hold a responsibility as well because they get all the updates as well. But that school system, somebody got to go. And that's from the head, from the, from the head to the uh, bottom. Somebody got to go. Hey, I'm Camilla. I'm calling from North Carolina. Um, I feel like it is, it's kind of both parties' fault. Uh, the school system is a business in a sense. So um, they're not going to tell, be but so honest with my own child I had to hold him back in second grade because I did not feel like he was proficient but they were going to pass him um so I just think parents everybody has to take their time to really prioritize and be realistic about your child and their situation I'm calling from Tampa Florida I'm an ex-juvenile correction officer on the schoolie it's all I think it's they saying blame it on the teachers and everybody else you got to blame it on the parents because it started at home when we get them kids and when them kids come into the juvenile facility they don't know nothing or half of the stuff it comes from the parents man this is big Al calling from Raleigh the reason why the kids is falling behind is because the parents are not taking an active approach in the education of their children the teachers can't teach them everything <laughs> Right. So, I, so Ricky, I just wanted to add this real quick. I just did a uh, parent-teacher conference uh, with several of my daughter's uh, teachers in middle school. And the thing that I don't like is all of the teachers allow these kids to turn their assignments in late. They accept it. There's no penalty. And I had to actually tell one of her teachers, fail her. Give her an F. Stop giving her second chances. Right. And that happened with my older son as well. And then when he went to college and his professors didn't do that, I mean, that rocked his world. And that is a very important life skill. Like, don't allow these kids to turn these assignments in late. But, I mean, I do agree with what Rock was saying is that, you know, um, they have different stats and different, you know, numbers they need to achieve in terms of passing these kids. But no one is is being hurt more than the kids. Right. That's that's a good point right there. I got my nephew on uh, that's a uh, college professor, high school teacher, member of Beta Zeta, Kama Alpha Psi, Fraternity Incorporated, Alabama State University, uh, Deltrick Latham. Uh, Deltrick, talk to us, uh, uh, nephew. What up, boy? Hey, go, uh, what's going on, Ricky, man? Good morning, man. Good morning. Hey, hey, what, what, what do you see every day? Because, you know, we, we talk about this at least once a week. Yeah, um, we come in uh, not too long ago. Uh, and reference to, oh yeah, good morning everyone. I want to make sure I say good morning to everyone. Uh, but it's, uh, as far as the kids being passed up, passed on to next grade, that's called age appropriation. They can't, they can't have 14, 15 year old kids to stay, for instance, in the eighth grade 
rape other 13 and 12 year olds. So they, uh, for, the, for the school system, they pay age appropriation, they pass kids on a part of it because they can't have those older kids still lingering with those children. However, uh, going to you guys' point, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a multitude of things that you can blame, but uh, I also think that it's um, parenting, not doing enough parenting or teaching at home. They're at home 16 hours. If we had a PCA meeting right now in our district, um, most of the parents don't show up, maybe five to 10%. However, if we took that child's phone, it, the parent comes up there immediately. So mm. it's like, it's like our, 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 um, our the things that we want to, it, you know, in, in the school system, we want them to be uh, healthy, we want them to be educated, but when they leave school, that's the last schooling they get for the rest of that day. That it, uh, there, there aren't a lot of parents that actually give them that mathematics or that reading or that English tutelage at home. And I'm not blaming parents because they have to work too, but it starts at the, it starts at the home. The school can only do so hey, much. It, I, I, I got an idea, Derek. Uh, uh, I, I really want to bring you in the studio and I want to do a few segments on this because this is a real big problem. I would love to have you. And uh, uh, and you did y'all hear what he said? Did y'all hear one of the most important things he said? You cannot get a parent to come to the damn PTA meeting, but if you mm-hmm. take their cell phone, come if on, you take they boy, what? They are they they are they are up there in the very next thirty minutes, even lower than that, flat. And that's a fact. And, and, and you know, and uh, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And and that's and that's that's a problem. We're gonna get you in the studio uh, where we can really uh, lay out. I want to just do a whole day, an uh, entire show, even on uh, Jeff Johnson's segment, uh, Mark Morial's segment, uh, the counselor segment. I want to do a full day uh, on education and and what's going on in our schools because that's why a lot of stuff that's going on in the streets why we can't get to enjoy what we want to enjoy because of lack of education. And stuff. So we want to have more conversation. Delta, thank you, man. Uh, we're going to be talking more about that. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. Oh. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Okay, check this out, man. It's your boy, Rock T. I got a special message for students or parents who have students looking to attend an HBCU. Now, just imagine $1 million in scholarships with 107 HBCUs to choose from for 66 truly deserving HBCU students. But there's only one way to get your hands on it. McDonald's has partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund to award a million dollars in scholarships to brilliant HBCU students. This year, you could be next. But time is running out. Oh, did I mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. All right, Rick's about the morning show. Usually we'll play a song right here, man, but everybody's so passionate about this conversation, so we don't want to kill the passion with radio formatics. And I just think it's appropriate, uh, being that we care about the community and uh, we care about uh, what's going on with our kids. Maria was making a point. It, it uh, uh, People are, it's like, it's uh, my frat brother, uh, uh, Brian White, uh, 
hit me up on Messenger and said that uh, the blame lies on all involved. When I say all, I mean the kids all the blame as well. The parents were exposed during COVID because many of them aren't equipped to help their children succeed. Now, the kids have not learned discipline or basic skills at home. And the system has forced teachers to allow students grace and mercy, especially with grades that don't exist in real life. Uh, Maria, what, what was your point? Yeah, you know, I was just talking about how there's so many resources available for parents to track their kids' pro- uh, progress. There's a system called Parent View that Let's get another they use. Music uh, parent view that they use in our county where I can log in, I can see missing assignments, I can see her grades, I can see attendance, I can see everything that's happening. So I do agree that there's work that needs to be done on both sides. My husband and I have been active with PTA since our kids was in elementary school, and it's true. Uh, there's very a very small percentage of parents that are actually involved in the PTA. You need to go up there. You need to make friends with other parents. Like, I know Simone's mama. I know Zoe's mm-hmm. mama. I know the mother of the girl that hang out with my daughter. Um, you know, and another thing, you know, look at extracurricular activities. Check your freaking emails. The school is always sending emails and saying, this is what's going on. Uh, these are the assignments. These are the things that are happening in the schools. And then on the flip side, I mean, teachers, man, you know, kids in school now, they need to learn habits that they can take with them as adults. And if you allow them to turn assignments in late with no penalty, if you just let them skate by, what kind of adults are we allowing to enter into the world? You can't pay your bills late. You can't come to work late. And these are all skills. These are all habits that these kids need to develop at, at the school grade level. So I think it's it's both sides. We have to work together. And this, I mean, this is our future. These are our future leaders. These are the people so what, who are what, possibly running the country in the future. And what so, were you saying about your son? Make that point again, because I think that's oh gosh, very yeah. important. Yeah. So my my son, he he got good grades in middle school and, he, and he's a smart kid. Um, he went to an IB program and uh, there were many instances where he was turning his assignments in late. And it, I mean, it's an IB program. They trying to keep their numbers up, trying to make the grades look good or whatever. And they would let him turn assignments in late. He goes to college. He got a scholarship and everything. And he was turning assignments in late. And the, the professors was like, we don't do that in college. And he got some F's and it became overwhelming and he didn't know how to manage his work. And those were habits that he took with him into college. And my son is not in college right now. You know, he had to withdraw from college for those reasons, along with other things. And I love my son and I'm still proud of him. But I think his situation might have been different had he not gotten those passes in high school. And Maria, you, you, know, were saying, you were saying about your daughter, uh, you wish that they would set some boundaries. Uh, uh, what, what were you saying about, about your daughter? Like, you want her to feel it. Yeah, I, I, I just really need her to feel it. I need her to understand that you can get an F. You know, I still remember the first time I got a feeling great when I was at FAMU back in the 90s. You know, I remember what that felt like. And I mean, it lit a fire in me. I'm like, I never want that to happen again because, you know, I needed to maintain a certain GPA. I was a first generation college student. So I had specific standards that I had to maintain. I knew I wanted to go to grad school, but I needed to feel it. You know, if you go to work late, you know, you're going to get a warning. You may lose your job. You need to feel it mm. because we repeat what we don't repair. And that lesson is going to come back to you over and over and over again until you pay attention to the mistake. That's it. That's the Bible. Come on now. 
That's the Bible. You just laid out the, the like like the Bible of, of what the problem is. And like I said, uh, uh, the piggyback off of that, Maria. Thank you for making those points. That is so real, and that is the problem. That's the problem. There are no consequences. We are we are now being conditioned like Pavlo's dog, not to, 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 to let the kids do what they want to do and set no boundaries for them. And then everybody that's trying to apply discipline and structure gets labeled and gets bullied uh, as mean. As yeah. mean. Uh, you know, why, why, oh, everything is all. Oh, everything is A-W-W-W-W. Everything is not all. Oh, get your ass up and clean up your room. I talked to my grandson like that. The discipline, the structure, that ain't mean. That ain't doing nothing to his psychological health because he knows that I love him. He has a roof over his head. He has everything he needs. We do cuddle in time when he's sleepy. He'll get behind me on the couch and throw a blanket and we'll watch a football game or watch a movie or whatever. But yeah, get your ass up before I punch you in your chest. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, making him scared. He he got something to be scared of. He have, yep. he, if he don't do what he's supposed to do, or whatever at school, he know that, that he got problems when he get home. He gonna have to deal with me or he gonna have to deal with Miss Pat. It's a problem. That's yep. why you getting the yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir, eye contact, handshaking. We ain't teaching this kind of stuff. And yeah, that's stop why- sending disrespectful kids to school too. You know, I mean, I got to show the teachers some props because they have to deal with these disrespectful kids That's the other because part. they're not being disciplined at, at home. home. That's, That's where it starts Check at home. your child yeah. coming up in there trying to fight and pointing your fingers and grabbing the air and tell yes. you telling the teacher what you're going to do. That yes. starts Discipline at home. Discipline your child. Don't make it harder for the teachers. Yeah, we want to. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting. No, 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 you, no you're you, right. You you bring it on home, and there's, there's so many problems out there. And another one that you talked about real briefly was the a lot of schools and teachers don't even send kids home with homework, homework. no more. And you know why? It's because they want their evenings back. These teachers, I don't want to be spending all evening grading papers. I want to. I got a life too. Blah blah blah. So they just like, okay, I'm not gonna send no homework home, and whatever happens, happens. And, and it's bad. And so what happened is when the child is not educated, then when we go out to the fairground or we go out to the high school football game or whatever, they start turning to other stuff because they're not educated and there's no discipline, no structure. Now we can't get to enjoy a football game or go out to the state fair uh, uh, with fighting and shooting. It ain't just in Dallas, Texas. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Ain't nothing more on this earth I love than high school football. And you can't go to a damn high school football game without a fight breaking out or somebody starts shooting or, or whatever. And all of this is a result to lack of education. And, and that's a problem. And I'm glad we're having this conversation because I know people in their car right now. Let me tell y'all something, all y'all parents out there. Man, please get involved because you don't you don't want to have to have to bury your child or you don't want to have to go and spend money on attorney fees trying to keep them out of prison. But if we don't, establish the discipline and the structure and you get involved with your kids education we are sending them down the wrong road and something with some parents we do everything right we we do the discipline the structure the education they still go out there and and, and do crazy stuff but but man at least try just do your part and it takes a community back in the day if somebody says something something to you if somebody says something to you and call your grandparent, you'll get an ass whooping at school and you'll get an ass whooping at home. You got two whoopings for today. I got a paddling from 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 Coach Jones at school, and then your granddaddy beat your ass when you got home. Yep. It creates character. These kids are not your friends. Stop being friends with kids. 
apply discipline in church. I'm a grown ass man and I have to sit up here and set boundaries for adults. And at this age, you shouldn't even have to set boundaries for adults because everybody ought to know what to do and what not to do. Why you got to sit up here and set boundaries for adults? Because they don't know. Some of them don't know how to act. So if they don't know how to act, I know damn well you can't raise a kid. It's, 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 it's crazy. Listen to this. I call that taxation without representation. That's what we're looking at. And if one of the things that we would learn to do, they did a grand thing when they took that discipline away from us because when they made our parents afraid to discipline the children, then what happened? We found out that the teachers were afraid of the principals, the principals were scared of the superintendents, superintendent was scared of the school board, school board was scared of the parents, parents were scared of the children, and the children ain't scared of nobody. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. The kids ain't scared of nobody. There's no consequences, uh, consequence for these children's actions. None. They get to walk around with their hoodies on, 200 degrees, dreads in their face. No, yes, ma'am. They don't even know. The young men don't even know how to shake hands, Rock T. Uh, nope. They don't even know how to shake hands. They don't know how. They don't make no eye contact. They're they still got their pants pulled down. Pants pulled that down. don't get corrected. Addicted to their phone. And listen to the music that all the hip-hop stations play. The hottest artist is Dirty Red. This is what our little girls, it's a race to the bottom. Dirty Red. Sexy Red, yeah. Sexy Red. Sexy Red. Dirty, whatever. Yeah. Big Red, I don't know. <laughs> but that's what they have to listen to. And none of the white stations on the pop station, go listen to the pop station and see uh, how do they refer to their women as, as B's and H's. See, you don't hear bitches and hoes on, on, on the other stations, on the white pop station, but black folks know we'll play some, some trash for our kids. Man, y'all need to stop. Don't play with us this morning. More Rick and Smile the Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all, Rick and Smile the Morning Show. It's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. How are you, man? Man, bless, man. How you feeling, Jeff? Man, y'all, y'all really got me with this conversation around the schools. Um, I, I don't even know if we think honestly about how problematic our public education system is. Like when when you really get down to it, there are schools that are rated quality schools that still are ill preparing our kids to compete in a global economy. And so we, we, we're, we're struggling through some of the issues at, at the urban level where you have just a, a lack of inequity in funding, where a school system in, in the suburbs gets more money than the school in the city as a result of the tax base, where you've got schools. I mean, I'm, I'm in Baltimore, man. I can't tell you how many times in the summer as we get into the spring when school has to close because it's too hot for the babies to be in the school or in the winter where it's too cold for the babies to be in the school. Like we're literally in America talking about my baby can't go to school because it's too hot or it's too cold or the, the water is damaged or the building is crumbling around them or whatever else. And so, I mean, we, the, the, the depth of the problem, Rick, is so overwhelming that sometimes I don't even know if we've got a full grasp on it. Because we're talking about facilities, we're talking about teacher preparation and, and supportive teachers, we're talking about curriculum, we're talking about the fact that we still have a system of education that is uh, less about preparing a kid to go directly into the workplace as opposed to viewing college as a yellow brick road to success when a lot of our, a lot of our kids aren't college bound, not because they don't care about education, but because the education they need is what's going to take them straight from high school 
into a career versus just a job or unemployment. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the people that are out here working on all of these problems because there's not one of them. Um, but Rick, y'all, I mean, y'all just took me down the rabbit hole because I, I want, I think that our communities in particular face an uphill battle because we're, we're still dealing with the conversations you're having about, can my kid read by the third grade? Um, are, are we supporting teachers in the classroom? Can I show up at the school and not be viewed as a problem when I recognize that my kid's not getting what they need? Um, but but, the, but, the, but the, the issue that we're facing is from top to bottom. And, and sometimes education reform is viewed as a bad word, um, but I, I just wish we would have an educational reimagining where we stop thinking about the way we've always done it has to be the way that we keep doing it um and that we really reimagine from top to bottom what does it mean to take our babies from early childhood education into being able to use their gifts like to hell with what the curriculum is how do we take babies from being able to use their gifts accessing their gift understanding their gift individualized study and program to take the talents and skills that they have and prepare them to be able to go into the workplace and solve problems, um, to be able to have a career, to be able to take care of their family, to be able to create generational wealth. I mean, what the hell is education for, if not right. for that? <clears throat> right. Right, Jeff. That's good so stuff. It, 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 it's, 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 it's troubling, but it's not impossible. Um, and so I, w- I, would lo- I would love for us to share more of the success stories that we hear on the ground that may seem small, but sometimes those small examples of a teacher doing something incredible or a principal doing something out of the box or uh, a parent who, who comes to the school and, and is disruptive in a, in a productive way, those things can become models. And we can begin using our, our churches and our organizations to create and replicate some of these things. And, and listen, people are doing it. Um, I just want to hear about more of the stories of those that are. So hit me at Jeff's Nation. Let me know what you're thinking. Where are you seeing some things work? I know we got a lot of problems um, and I know we got a lot of issues, but we got a lot of people doing dope stuff that we just don't talk about enough. So let's share that stuff, even as we challenge ourselves and, and struggle with what some of the problems are. There it is. Hey, Jeff, let, they appreciate that, man. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Y'all can hear me at Jeff's Nation on IG. Let me know what you're thinking and just let me know some of the amazingly incredible, dope, and even inspiring things that you are seeing in education. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. So an activist organization has wiped out $10 million in loan debt for about 3,000 former Morehouse College students. USA Today reported that the Debt Collective, a debtors union, worked with Morehouse and the Rolling Jubilee Fund to provide relief for 2,777 former students of the Atlanta-based historically black college for men. So props to them for that. Um, in other news, seven people were killed, at least two dozen injured, and 158 vehicles were damaged on an interstate in Louisiana during a super fog that left visibility near zero. The crash on I-55 involved at least 158 vehicles. It occurred on Monday morning due to heavy fog conditions, according to the Louisiana State Police. Lastly, does mother really know best? A new Tinder feature allows parents to view and suggest potential matches for their adult child on the app. 
All right, so those friends or relatives have 24 hours to swipe right or left on a user's potential match. And once the 24 hours are up, users can see who's got mom's seal of approval and who got the boot. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of this morning's headlines. For more news, visit Ricky Smiley, morningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Starts the third and drives one the other way down the line. If it's fair, he's got another. He does. Adolis Garcia owning October. Texas Rangers advance to the World Series for the first time since 2011. They dethroned the Houston Astros as American League champions, man. It's about to be lit in Agtown, Arlington, Texas, man. I love it. Milwaukee Bucks superstar Giannis signs his new contract extension. Three years. A cool $186 million. Man, damn. It's the same length contract, Rick, as his new teammate, Damian Lillard. So we're going to get a chance to play them together. They're going to get a chance to watch them play together for at least three years. I believe they're gonna Dang. get they're gonna get at least one championship out of these next three years together. They, they better with that kind of money. I'm trying to tell you, dog. LeBron James, uh, at the age of 38, may not be retiring for a long time because his wife Savannah just indirectly revealed that he's hoping to stay in the NBA until he plays with his son Bronny, which we already knew that, and possibly his younger son Bryce. And Bryce is quietly turning into a dog. Now, everybody know that Bronny got game, and Bryce was kind of like, okay. But Bron- Bryce move Bryce's game is real smooth, man. Nice. That joker right there, nice. So, uh, this was revealed kind of indirectly in the new Beats by Dre uh, campaign commercial that's out, that's out there on the social media right now. So, we're going to see, man. LeBron 38, ain't no signs of slowing down. He's still dropping almost 30 a game, 25, 30 a game. So, man, play until you can't play no more. It is what it is. Yeah. It's my quick sports report right there. Got the hot spot right there. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Me and this hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. All right, y'all. 29, 29 minutes after the hour, y'all. Hey, this segment is me about the buy. Tune into the Black Health 365 podcast where we discuss healthcare disparities within the black community. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad-Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. The question is, does Rihanna know? And all of the Bahan, is it Bajan or Bahan? How do you say that, B? Bajan? Bahan? Huh? Baha. Baha? Baja Pop Icons fans are asking this weekend amid rumors of her inking a multi-million dollar deal ahead of her big comeback. Now, a report quietly surfaced on Saturday reporting uh, to have exclusive deals about her plans. They say Rihanna is quietly planning a comeback tour after signing with Live Nation. The deal was created to facilitate a world tour and her creative team is quietly at work in Los Angeles putting it all together as she raises her family. Uh, She'll press play on the live show once she's ready to go back to work and has two albums worth of material to release once she's back, uh, wrote The Mirror. Uh, the outlet's unsustained claim that she is doing the alleged deal and it's going to be worth $38 million. Mm. Didn't you say she got that up front, Gary? Yep. Ooh, she got it up front, honey. $38 million up front to, to do a tour. Wow. That's cute. That's real cute. All right. Meanwhile, Tyler Perry uh, has formalized a new creative partnership with Netflix to write, direct, and produce feature films under a multi-year first look deal. Uh, The pack spans eight pictures over four years. Perry already has five films under his belt with the streamer, A Fall from Grace, 
uh, a Medea Homecoming, the period drama, a Jazz Man's Blues, uh, the upcoming World War II set drama, 6888, and thriller uh, Mia Culpa. Uh, the creator's new agreement with Netflix was signed separately from his four-picture deal with Amazon Studios, inked in 2022. Now, Amazon has announced uh, the first two films under the agreement, Black, White, and Blue, a police brutality drama, and Divorce in the Black, which focuses on a broken marriage. Perry also uh, is the subject of the documentary Maxine's Baby which chronicles his unlikely rise from homelessness uh, playwright to billionaire to media mogul. The documentary makes its world premiere on Friday at AFI Fest before launching on Prime Video on November 17th. I cannot wait to see this. What y'all think about the upcoming documentary about Tyler Perry? Oh, I can't wait to see it. I think he has such an inspiring story. Me too. Why you look like that? Oh my gosh. Look like what? You look like really? (laughs) You know what you're going to say? Yeah, so we oh, excited about it. We are excited yeah. about oh, it. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. Provided so many opportunities. For so many yes. people. Yes, he did, Jesus. Yes, Lord. He is half of Hollywood, <laughs> for real, for real. Black Hollywood. <laughs> yes, he's given so many opportunities. Black Hollywood is yeah, in the man. door. Yeah, man, people wouldn't be doing the stuff that they're doing if it weren't for Tyler Perry. Out there in L.A., sleeping in your car, can't get on nothing mm-hmm. or whatever. It, I mean, he is really uh, making it happen. What are you about to be To be honest with you, honey, I'm going to put my billboard up right now, honey, for Tyler to call me for a movie. So, you know. Yeah. Even got to do all that. I heard he already trying to cash you. Guys. Oh really? Oh yeah. well, honey. Like Oprah said, Jesus ain't told me that yet. But yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all. Last but not least, actor Marlon Wayans is officially cleared from any charges against him after a dispute went down with an employee at a Denver airport. Now, reportedly, the comedian was cited for disturbing the peace after United Airlines employee allegedly targeted him and his luggage because of his race. Oh. Now, according to court documents, the gate agent would not allow Marlon Wayans to board. His flight to Kansas City with three bags, while the 51-year-old managed to merge his belongings into two bags to abide the airline's policy. The employee allegedly tried to block him from getting on the flight. Still, he ended up boarding the plane, but was asked to get off before it departed. Ooh, oh my goodness! I know he was upset. The legal paperwork also accused the airline gate agent of allowing white passengers with three bags and oversized bags to board the flight, which go against the airline's policy. Mm. According to reports, y'all, the filing included still images of white passengers with yellow arrows pointing to each of their bags. However, United said in a statement that the entertainer pushed past the employee as he attempted to board the plane, which Wayne's lawyer argued is a big lie. So despite the gate agent requesting the charges be pursued, Wayne's case was ultimately dismissed. And in a post, he shared his thoughts on the case getting dropped and wrote, thanks to the CA in Denver and all the supporters. This was bull. I was targeted. This United employee cost me money convenience and time just because you wake up on the wrong side of the bed it doesn't give you the right to be rude to customers my apologies to the disappointed fans that was left hanging because of this incident and whoever the customer service rep is they called me to enforce the policies that I did not break and defend the employee instead of protect the customer you can find the gate agent and drive off the same damn cliff like Thelma and Louise (laughs) yeah Yeah, I've been you know been through that with these gate agents and they do they are racist, so uh, I understand what he went through. So we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note and keep Marlon Wayans in our prayers. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's Talk It Out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor, Unetta Spring. I want to dive into a topic that affects many during this time of year, and that is seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. So SAD is a type of depression that tends to rear its head around the fall and winter months. 
So check this out. Did y'all know that 5% of Americans experience SAD? And among that 5%, 40% are women. And what's even more telling that is in January and February, they are noted as the toughest months for those who are dealing with SAD. So one of the primary reasons for the wintertime blues is the lack of sunlight. The less sunlight we're exposed to, the more severe our SAD symptoms can become because sunlight plays a crucial role in helping us to produce vitamin D. And vitamin D has a significant impact on our mood. It's not uncommon for people who have depression to also have a vitamin D deficiency. So I'm gonna share three key ways that we can get ahead of seasonal depression. Number one is support. Reach out to someone you trust and let them know how you're feeling. This could be a friend, this could be a pastor, this could be an auntie, an uncle. Depression has a sneaky way of making you want to isolate, but I encourage y'all to do the opposite. Remember, we got options. Number two is acceptance, acknowledging where you are. This season is not about burying your head in the sand. So accept where you are so that you can take the steps you need to take to be able to move forward. And number three is vitamin D, okay? Y'all get some vitamin D if you can get out during the day. Even if it's a little chilly, get some sunshine. Research supports that sunlight helps to improve our vitamin D. So getting your vitamin D, even if it's through supplements or get a, um, a lamp, and I can put some information about that on my social. You do not have to suffer in silence. You don't have to push through another season of depression. Listen, the longer you ignore depressive symptoms, the harder they are to reduce and the stronger they become when they resurface. So we got to get ahead of this, y'all. And as always, you can check out my website for resources, yanettaspring.com. You can follow me on all social platforms at Yanetta Spring. Find a therapist on my Groundbreakers Therapy Directory. And like I always say, remember, it is okay not to be okay, but it is not okay to feel like you have to stay that way. Y'all take care. See you next Tuesday.